Welcome back to the Home Spa Beauty Podcast. Today I'm speaking with Shai Tabali, author of Complete Book of Meditation. If you've listened to previous episodes and watched the YouTube channel, you'll know that I'm really enjoying discovering more about yoga, meditation, the chakras, and Shai certainly knows his stuff. It's clear why he's an authority and a well-renowned teacher. And every time he answered a question, not only did it open my eyes to exactly what the subject's all about, it gave me five more questions that I wanted to know the answers to. It's such an interesting subject. And meditation can bring energy, peace, calmness. We cover a lot of ground. So I hope you enjoy our podcast where we talk about the book. We talk about meditation. We talk about how easy or difficult it can be to find the space in your head to meditate, but why it's so beneficial when you actually learn how to do it and reap the benefits. Hi Shai, it is so lovely to speak with you today on the podcast and the book is, it's so many different things, I don't even know what words to use. I (laughs) really like meditation but I've got so much to learn about it and when you say it's the complete book, that's exactly what it is because it confirms some things that I thought I understood, but it also explains all these things that I didn't know. Sometimes you feel as if you don't know enough about it. Sometimes you, the classic, am I doing it right? How do I know if I'm saying hmm. correctly? It really is easy to read and really informative and enjoyable and enlightening. And it's all these different words that describe <laughs> it. So how did it come about? What made you think that we need a complete guide? Well, first of all, it is because we are flooded with uh, meditations. You see, uh, uh, I would say that that's uh, some sometime uh, in the middle of the 20th century, um, the the gate of of the uh, to eastern philosophy and practice uh, opened to the west and then we got all this <laughs> flood of of uh, of countless techniques from uh, hinduism and buddhism that uh, uh, have shown us that it is possible to to steal our mind to steal our our uh, uh, chattering mind and to uh, attain a, a sort of intimacy with ourselves. Now, this has, this has been a great blessing, but also a source of great confusion, I believe, because uh, the thing is that all these techniques have been removed from their original cultural and religious context. You see, so suddenly you are introduced to mindfulness of breathing, the Buddhist meditation, but without any context and without any profound explanation or way of life. So what, how can you approach all these techniques? And, uh, and can, can we bring order into the world of meditation in a way that will help us to better navigate this world? So that was my incentive. That makes a lot of sense because when you, like I'll go to a yoga class and quite often we're taught the visualization, meditations, think about your breathing. And it's all, it's probably on the surface of where you can really go and like where the book explains. Do you think that 
especially in Europe, we're only rediscovering all the things that probably our ancestors, they were all doing it, they understood it, and somehow it's got lost along the way. Well, that, that's an interesting question. Um, well, we, we do find um, meditations, the principle of meditation in all traditions of the past. We find it even in, uh, in Christianity and Judaism, in Islam. And the, the reason I'm saying even is because uh, they have never really named it meditation. You see, they've uh, perhaps uh, called they've perhaps called it prayer, yeah. uh, or or heart intention, or, or or things of this of this kind. So I believe that that we we all have this this uh, wisdom um, of meditation, which is the principle of calming our mind in order to reveal a deeper reality of oneself or of existence. Of, of life. So I believe that this principle has been with us uh, from the beginning of time <laughs> uh, in all traditions. And now we are discovering it again in a, in a way that is a bit uh, confusing. Yes. And I, I think that makes a lot of sense to me because it feels as if we're we're becoming more and more unhappy in life if we allow ourselves to be. And we seem to be just through the lifestyle, especially in the West, it's all about what you can have, what you can gain, what you can buy, your status. And it's really interesting in the book when you explain that also on your YouTube channel, which we'll talk about as well, that actually if you understand that you don't own these things and they're not important and that really connected with me because I think that we are losing sight of that and we're becoming so focused on your status and how much you own and what it's worth so is that something again that you felt was really important to help us get back to basics and to remember what we are what the goal is just to stay calm and settled and as peaceful as you can be <laughs> exactly you are you are pointing out uh, uh, something so so profound and and fundamental because the thing is that that we we in in our present lifestyle we we have lost completely touch with a certain uh, uh, state of uh, of being which is simply being purely in this existence as we are without trying to change anything, without trying to become anything, without uh, living toward the future and planting our the meaning of our life in, in a certain future becoming. So here I would say that meditation is, is almost a remedy. It's, it's, it's actually a form of medicine because it heals our existential anxiety and our sense of problem consciousness because we always feel that, that, that we could become more. This is where the problem of, of self-acceptance and self-love, when, when we uh, are feeling that we are condemning ourselves because we could always become something better something greater, more popular, with greater numbers, uh, uh, with, with many more viewers, and, and so on and so on. 
so, and, and, and this is our, our very sense of existence relies on, on this becoming because without it, we have no idea who we are. Yeah, it's, when you say that, it makes sense, but it's also really deep. And you, you, this is why I think you could keep talking for so long, because you'll say, I get that. Does that mean this? And then it, you could just go on. Um, I, what I love about meditation is when you begin to understand how to do it, which again is what the book really helps with, it makes you wonder why they don't teach it from a young age, mm -hmm. why they don't say, right, you need to know how to look after yourself, feed yourself, clothe yourself, but you need to learn. They talk about looking after your mind and your mental health, and they talk about mindfulness, but I really think that they should be talking more about mindfulness meditation because it seems so much more powerful than the cliche, which is you go to the doctor and you say, can you help me? I'm feeling stressed or depressed or down. And of course, they might say talking therapies, but quite often they say, medications but hmm. meditation hmm. is something that I feel hmm. we we should be taught a lot more about is that something that you're discovering people come to you but much later in life they want to learn about it at that age when it'd be great if we could have learned about it as children <laughs> yes that, that's exactly the, the 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 point you see because what I keep telling people in my in my seminars and uh, and the professional training is that the reason that we as, as adults uh, uh, are uh, seeking out all, all forms of self-development techniques and teachings is because we, we, we were not taught certain fundamental things about life, coping with our emotions, coping with our thoughts, and being able to, to master this mind of ours yeah. know how to handle our inner world and 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 the way it relates to to the external world we were not taught all that you see so so we are basically i would say in a way lost children so so then we need to to compensate for all these all these lost years yeah so the, because the the first thing that that we need to be to to learn when when we are children ideally is how to uh, cope and relate to our thoughts. What, uh, how to, uh, to identify a, a damaging thought, how to be able to separate my mind from a certain thought. That's, that's the basics of freedom. <laughs> this is why I'm enjoying talking to you because it makes sense. And then I've got five more questions. <laughs> <You can> <laughs> Do you think the book, you've made it very clear that the book is for everyone at all levels. Do you think that there is a person today that could read it that would actually be perfect for it? Like, do you think if someone was feeling stressed in life, um, maybe things weren't going their way, um, maybe they didn't get the job that they wanted or the income's quite tight, which is the same for everyone now. Do you think that kind right. of person who's never thought about meditation, could they easily start to read it and grasp the concepts? Well, then, in, in that case, I would simply direct them to, to the very 
the most basic group of meditation techniques, which is what, uh, what I call root chakra meditations. Again, it is not a book about chakras, but this is just a, a helpful device that, that, helps, that uh, helped me to, to divide the overwhelmingly rich world of meditation into seven categories. So then we should, if we are uh, pure beginners, uh, we, we would ideally start with what I call root chakra meditations, which are all about grounding ourselves. Because th this is the thing from, from the point of view of meditation, we are all daydreaming. <laughs> we are actually lost in thoughts and we are never really even in our body. Sometimes we, call, we, we consider uh, our society a materialist and even materialistic society, but we actually don't know how to be in the body. So the body is, is a very simple and accessible key to, the, to being here and now. So here you have all kinds of meditations like mindfulness of breathing, and you have walking meditation, and you have standing meditation, and you have body scan, which is a, a awareness of, of sensations without judgment. And all of these techniques, they help you to, to simply align breathing, mind, and body. As soon as you uh, manage to attain that, then perhaps you begin to fall in love with meditation. <laughs> and do you think that's where the book would be useful for people that do like to meditate? You go quite deeply into it, but again, you make it easy to understand. So do you think if someone says, actually, I do meditate, I'm quite comfortable, they could still gain something from the book? Oh, yes, that, that's exactly it. Because you see, the, the, the thing with, with meditation, meditation is the discovery of, of our of our inner being and our and our consciousness, and when you begin to to embark on this journey into into yourself, you realize that you can travel and travel and travel endlessly within yourself, and never find the edge because we are by nature uh, infinite. So, so this means that that we also have more advanced techniques many of which are not known to us. I think, I think that one of the most exciting things about uh, creating this book was uh, the discovery of certain um, techniques that I hadn't known about, you see? And I had, I had uh, been studying and practicing meditation uh, since the year uh, 1998, which I think is quite a lot. Definitely. Yes. So, so, yeah. so, so there are advanced techniques, and there is and there is advanced knowledge, and that that goes all the way to to the to the highest uh, revelation that meditation can can provide us with, which is uh, coming into contact with universal reality. So did the book take a long time to put together? Was it a real labor of love or was it so enjoyable that you, you got a lot out of researching and putting it together? Well, this certainly demanded uh, several years of, of research. And 
Uh, it all started when I uh, committed myself to, to, uh, to guide um, participants at a, at a school that I called the School of Meditation. So, so that was an ambitious title, and then I needed to, <laughs> to fulfill the promise. So, so then I, I started uh, looking for, for, uh, for the right meditations. And that, that I think, in, uh, inaugurated this, this process of, of, of discovery. So that uh, started about um, four years ago. This book is the culmination of a process. Yes. <laughs> At least four years plus all the years that you've been practicing too, all of that put together. So this really is, you. I can understand why you have the reputation that you do because you have actually put your money where your mouth is. You are living the experience and providing us with all this information. I'd love mm. to go too though, when you see people, especially on TV, um, when they have chats about relaxation techniques, yeah. and you see people saying that they've tried meditation and it wasn't for them, or they tried meditation and they couldn't relax. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's not finding the right meditation or not giving it enough time, not switching off? Hmm. Yes, yes. So yes, many people say, I've tried meditation once or twice, and then I I, de I, I despaired because <laughs> because I, I realized that I was uh, mainly thinking or that I was uh, simply uh, completely distracted. Well, there, there are uh, there are different ways to uh, to to begin to uh, to harness our mind uh, in the direction of meditation, and the thing is that is that the First of all, we need to understand, and this is an important point, the struggle that we experience at the beginning phases of meditation is actually a part of the practice. We often think that, that we are meant to simply close our eyes and feel perfectly calm, you see? And this is not how it goes because actually the process of, of even struggling at first with some, some of, of, of the thoughts and emotions and the and it is, actually, it is actually a process that makes us more conscious of how our mind works and how it creates problems. So suddenly you realize that you're closing your eyes and you're, instead of meditating, you're, you're continuing to manage your calendar, <laughs> for instance. That's so true. Yes. <laughs> or, I don't or, or, just, yes. It might yep. just be me, but if I'm not in the right zone, I'll be thinking about what I'm going to have for my dinner. <laughs> That's not what I'm meant to be doing. And then the more I think, stop thinking about your dinner, you can't. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Or we're trying to resolve some problem. We're starting to think about our relationship, a problem in our relationship, and and and. And so on and so on, because because naturally uh, our mind uh, thinks that it's always responsible for managing the world. You see, it can never go on vacation. And this is how I, I like to approach meditation. I call it a vacation from the world. 
taking a vacation from the world. Because, you, you know, when we go to sleep, very often we are able to leave our problems behind for some time. So we have this notion, mainly, unless we have sleep disorders, of course, we have this notion of, of being able to leave behind everything. So this is why I, uh, I recommend um, starting with making a certain intention. This means that, that before you're entering meditation, you are, you are making your intention clear. I am now leaving the world behind. This is just an example. You can <laughs> create whatever intention you, you, you wish. I'm now leaving the world behind. I don't have to be the world's manager always. Right now I can resign <laughs> and, and, and really enjoy taking a vacation from the world. So, so when, when you are directing your mind, it, it's, it's as if you're you are guiding it. You're telling it you, now you, uh, you are absolved of all your duties. You don't need to solve problems. You see, so, so intention is very, is very important because it gives a certain direction to our meditation. It's not enough to just jump to meditation without any uh, preparation of our heart and mind. I really, I like that. It, again, this is why you're a good teacher because you make it so easy to understand. And do you find that, or well, have you had students that you've been so impressed with where they started and where they developed when you've been teaching them? Like, did anyone come to you that just didn't know how to switch off and you were able to take them through the process and they really found themselves and found how to relax and meditate? Well, I'm, 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 I'm fortunate to say that, 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 uh, that I've met countless people like, uh, who, who have gone through, uh, through a profound transformation in, in meditation, through meditation. Uh, the thing is that I would say, for me, meditation is a, is a love affair. Is, is falling in love with yourself, falling in love with the state of silence and the state of being, falling in love with the state of being intimate with your own true nature. So when you are approaching meditation from this angle, rather than, I don't know, thinking of meditation as hard work, as one more duty that you need to fulfill, you see one more chore that you, <laughs> that you need to, uh, to make sure you're, you've completed. It's, it, this is not physical exercise that we need to, to exercise. This is a, a real relaxation into your own, into our own natural state. And it's very important to, to, to understand this point. This is a natural state. Meditation is not something that you're creating. It's not a special state. It's, it's sinking into something that already is, something that we already are. So when these are your, uh, your keys, then med meditation becomes, I think, uh, rather easy. See that when you say that, it makes me realize that I've got so much more to learn. And that's why, again, we need the book. <laughs> because you, you call it falling in love with silence. When you said that, it made me realize that we're living in a world where 
we're actually encouraged to never have silence, to mm. fill every moment with some sort of technology. Even children, um, I hear people now saying that when, when they've got the babies, um, they'll, they'll even put white noise on if it means that they've got something to hear so that they don't mm. And mm. I understand that that could be relaxing, but maybe we need to remind ourselves that silence is important and it's almost as if we're developing a fear of quietness. Exactly, exactly. That that that's the point. We, uh, I call it the our our other half. You mm-hmm. see, it's it's like we are walking uh, uh, only with one uh, with, with one half of our being awake, and this is the the world facing a half, the the object oriented half, and. I always say that you know that 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 the reason we are walking with only one half of our being awake is causes us to to always look for our other half externally. You see, so so this is why relationships have become so important. I, I'm and I, I'm not saying that relationships are not important. There are there can be a beautiful. A contribution to our life, enrichment, but not a necessity. You see, because when you when you are finally encountering your other half, and you're becoming complete within yourself, there is the silent part, and there is the 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 one the part that is that is conscious of relationships, of engaging in the world, and so on and so on. But but we are then we are complete and and this completeness makes us uh, uh, stop searching for any external completion yes it always makes sense but then when you say that again i think oh <laughs> i've got old. this is why it's fascinating to speak to someone who's an expert in this field because you answer it and i realize that you've given me more understanding than I thought I had. And that leads me on to your YouTube channel and also your Instagram. They're really helpful because you've got these on YouTube, maybe say five or 10 minute videos, but they cover wide ranging topics that all relate to this. And everything, it's like a little teaching. So you're learning something that connects with an issue that you've got or an interest that you might have just in today's world and it's like a nice easy to understand teaching and then on YouTube the little bite-sized bits of information and again it's almost like a thought just for that moment I was just scanning down and you covered so many topics that you could just look at one take a little bit of information and again it just makes sense to you so Mm. do you find that YouTube Instagram places like this are they a great place to meet people that again might not have thought about getting into meditation but they might have been looking for some help they've found you and then they've just connected with what you do and that's how you've found more of your followers yes exactly i well i, I would i would consider these uh, videos and quotes uh, positive disruptors you see <laughs> because because usually instagram and youtube and so on they, they, they can they can be a, a source of 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 a great deal of information and and stimuli and uh, and um 
but but then all of a sudden we <laughs> we come across a, a, an island of of peace that shows us how how our everyday problems can be approached from the state of meditation, from the state of being, from our other half, our invisible being. So this is what I like to, to demonstrate how we can, we can uh, approach many actual concrete problems in our daily life from this state. This, this helps us to, to show that, uh, uh, to, to understand that we can actually integrate the meditative perspective into our daily life and not just the medi meditative practice. That's, I like that because again, if someone had presumed that it wasn't for them or they couldn't do it or they're not interested, then just by your teachings, for instance, the little, I think it was a YouTube short on pain that was really interesting because everyone always thinks well I don't want to feel pain or pain if I get pain I can't do it I can't meditate yes. if I'm in pain and <laughs> you explain that actually you can go beyond it exactly yes yeah. yes because yes go ahead yes the, the, this is this is one of the the uh, the great things about meditation is that it shows us that that it's not life cannot be pain free you see if if we are if we are entering the the spiritual life hoping that that we could uh, do away with with pain and with discomfort and with disappointments we we cannot find this type of haven life actually te tells us i am not going to pro to to let you uh, off the hook you see you are going to be uh, to to have to engage in this life fully, but this is actually when meditation comes, uh, uh, enters the picture, because meditation shows us how we can, we can contain the pain. We can be bigger than the pain. You see, because then we find a part in us that that is that is unaffected by the pain, and this part is is bigger than the pain, and and can let finally things be, uh, can let things be as they are. No wonder you're a teacher, you've just got a way of, you just have a way of explaining it and you think that makes sense. But I think <laughs> we go through life and we don't make sense of so many things. And we need someone like yourself to actually bring it all together and it makes sense. And then. It makes me feel optimistic. I'm sure people will feel the same because you think, right, I can cope with things. I can find the meditation that's right for this situation mm. and I can deal with it. Uh, do you have any plans for the next year or so? Is there anything that you really want to achieve with spreading the word of what you do? Plenty of plans, yes, always. Because, yeah. because the, again, the, the, I think that, the, that there is a, a, a form of creativity that, 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 that is inspired by, by, by this uh, endless inner discovery. And then, and then one wants to, to share that and to, in, 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 in different ways. So first of all, I'm, I'm just, uh, I've started working on, on a next book 
which is uh, which is uh, all about developing a certain method that that uh, uh, already has one book that uh, that uh, um, that discusses it, which is the seven chakra personality types. This is a, a typology of personalities which I which I think is very helpful. And then uh, there is there is a certain a certain what I call a, a, a community. A practicing community, and and these are uh, people who have who have uh, been studying with me for years. Now are invited to to be a part of a practicing community. So we actually it's an online practicing community, and it's open to to everyone, everyone who is interested in 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 practicing certain forms of meditation. And the reason for that. Is my feeling that that in our Western world, in we, where we are unsupported by our society and by our lifestyle, um, in terms of of our med meditative development and so on, we need some uh, some kind of 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 community that will encourage us to to meditate and that will uh, provide us with a, a framework. So, that enhances our motivation. Yeah. Yes. So that is that's going to be something really exciting. So would you say that everyone should um, look at your website? Do you have um, a mailing list or anything like that, or would you say just keep keep an eye on your YouTube, your Instagram? Is that the best way to do it? Oh, of course. The, the, there is the newsletter, newsletter. which updates uh, uh, readers uh, uh, every now and then. And there, people uh, will definitely be able to learn more about my future plans. Yes. Sounds good. And what is your website so that we can join your newsletter? <laughs> well, it's shytubali.com. Dot com. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. I'm going to join the newsletter because I really do feel as if when I meditate, I get a lot out of it. But speaking to you, I don't often get the chance to speak to someone who's a teacher in it. And it's made me realize that every time you give me an answer and I think, oh, that makes sense. There's five more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely think it's an area that I want to learn more about. So I'll be joining the newsletter today. It's been so thank lovely you. with you. And thank you so much. Thanks for just giving us an insight into the benefits, it's, it's definitely, as I say, if anyone hasn't meditated before, I recommend it so much. When you find your flow, you can't explain how it feels. It's just the best feeling in the world. It's better than buying yourself mm. anything. It's All just right. so peaceful. So <laughs> thank you so much. It's been lovely talking with you. Thank you. It's, it's been a heartwarming conversation. Thank you.